Okay, so as I mentioned, we are, we are continuing with our lectureship, and this evening was, was my night, and I was assigned speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And that we take from Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 19. Uh, it will actually back up to, to verse 18 to get the, the full sentence here. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and, and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to God, even the Father, uh, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Uh, we also see in uh, Colossians chapter 3 and, and verse 16, a very similar statement. Uh, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, and admonition, uh, sorry, admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So uh, a passage, passages that we are all extremely familiar with uh, we've, we've studied about singing uh, off and on. We, we sing uh, at, at all of our worship services. It's a very, very integral part of our service. And uh, to be perfectly honest, when I, when I was first assigned this, I said, oh, this is going to be simple. It's going to be easy. But when you really start to dig into it, it's maybe not as straightforward. And my process is maybe not as, you know, write things down. I, I tend to mull things over for a time, for weeks, months, and then kind of have like a rough outline in my head. But I had a really hard time thinking about, well, the songs that we sing, are they really speaking to one another, right? If, if we think to the songs that we sing, a lot of it is, is prayers and praise to God. But in a way, that's also us talking to one another and, and praying and praising your God with one another. So the direction that I went was really just back to that simple, well, singing. What, what is singing? What are, we, what are we doing? And if we look at uh, Exodus chapter 15, we see uh, really one of the early songs that are, that are in the scriptures, the song of Moses. Uh, and, and we look, starting in um, verse 20, we're actually gonna, we'll, we'll come back to parts of chapter 15 uh, in a little bit. But starting in verse 20, Miriam, and the prof Miriam the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out with her with timbrels and with dancing. Miriam answered them, sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and his rider he has hurled into the sea. So we see here in Exodus that the children of Israel singing was also an integral part of their worship. And then uh, we'll spend quite a bit of time in the Psalms this evening. Uh, if you look at Psalm 92, um, I apologize, I didn't write down the verse. Uh, just starting in verse 1, it's good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing, pr sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. So we see 
that singing is something that we really need to do. Uh, we are told to do that. We see in the Old Testament that the children of Israel did this. This is something that, that God desires. So what are we to sing? What are we to sing about? Um, I've kind of broken this up into a few different, um, I guess, things we sing about. That's, sorry, words are a problem. Um, the, the first one, the first obvious one is, is praise, right? We sing praises to our God. And I know personally when I put together my songs for a, for a Sunday morning or Sunday evening, praise is the first thing I go to, you know, to really try to get everyone involved in the service is to sing a song that is um, maybe boisterous or uplifting to, to really, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll get to this later, but to evoke the emotions that we are here because of our loving God and that what we're here to do is, is to praise and worship him. So again, going back to Exodus chapter 15, just starting from the beginning, then Moses and the sons of Israel sang this song to the Lord and said, I will sing to the Lord for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song and he has become my salvation. This is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will extol him. And then if we look at Psalm 18, Psalm 18, starting, or we'll, we'll skip around. 18 has a lot of different things going on. So we'll actually be coming back to this uh, a little later. But verse one, I love you, Lord. Uh, sorry, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who's worthy to be praised and I'm saved from my enemies. And then skipping down to verse 46, the Lord lives and blessed be my rock and exalted be the God of my salvation. The God who executes vengeance for me and subdues peoples under me. He delivers me from my enemies. Surely you lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you. See, we're getting all into so many things. Therefore, I will give thanks to you among the nations, O Lord, and I will sing praises to your name. So just a couple of, example, of examples of the Old Testament versions of, of praise. So let's now sing number 60, number 60, all people that on earth do dwell. I will sing all four verses. <clears throat>
you'll have to forgive me the singing and talking. I'm going to need a little bit of water. <clears throat> so the next, the next section we want to look at is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is another thing that, that we should be doing. We had a prayer just a moment ago for the things that our God provides to us. And realistically, God has given us everything. So in everything, we should be praising and thanking our God for those things that he's given to us. So if we look at Psalm 92, <clears throat> Psalm 92, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night with the ten-string lute and with the harp, with resounding music upon the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by what you have done. I will sing for joy at the works of your hands. How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man has no knowledge, nor does a stupid man understand this, that when the wicked sprouted up like grass, and all who did iniquity flourished, it was only that they might be destroyed furthermore. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies will perish. And who, and who, uh, sorry, all who do iniquity will be scattered, scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. I've been anointed with fresh oil, and my eye has looked exultantly upon my foes. My ears hear of the evildoers who rise up against me. The righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still yield fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and very green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. So we see we, we can take from this just the thanksgiving that uh, the psalmist writes here. And, and he even maybe doesn't get super specific, but we see that he, he talks about his, his enemies um, and that he, his enemies have been given over to him. Um, there are many examples of Thanksgiving uh, that we could look at. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I thought I had more written down there. Um, so let's sing number 130, number 130, Father of Mercies.
next section that I want to look at, or next topic, is remembrance. Uh, and maybe that's a little vague, but if, if we go back again to Exodus 15, we see that the, the song that was written, um, we start in verse 4, sorry, verse 3 actually, the Lord is a warrior, the Lord is his name, Pharaoh's chariots and his army he is cast into the sea, and the choicest of his officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deeps cover them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. So here we see Moses is praising God, but in a way that is remembering exactly what was done for the children of Israel at this time. You know, they've just come out of the Red Sea, and God has wiped out those that were, that were chasing them. Uh, and we have written down where Moses was praising God for that. And if we go back to Psalm 18, Psalm 18, verse 43, you've delivered me from the contentions of the people. You have placed me as head of the nations, a people whom I have not known serve me. As soon as they hear, they obey me. Foreigners submit to me, foreigners fade away and come trembling out of their fortress. And then skipping back to verse 37, I pursued my enemies and overtook them and I did not turn back until they were consumed. I shattered them so that they were not able to rise. They fell under my feet for you have girded me with strength for battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs uh, to me, and I destroyed those who, who hated me. They cried for help, but there was none to save, even to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them fine as the dust before the wind. I emptied them out as the mire of the streets. Here David is reminiscing about his victories over his enemies. He's remembering again the things that, it, that God has done for him. Uh, so how, how does that relate to us? Well, we have so many things to think back on, but the one that, that really, really stuck out to me was the, the sacrifice that Christ made for us. Every Lord's Day, we partake of the Lord's Supper. And again, part of my preparation for, for leading singing is to find a song that helps us to think about that sacrifice to, to think about what God and Christ did for us through, his, through the crucifixion and ultimately what we have through his resurrection. So let's sing number 359, number 359, O Father, let us see his death. We'll sing the first, second, and fourth verses. <clears throat> Sí. 
next thing I came up with or thought of was encouragement. So, so part of us singing is to encourage one another. Uh, I know personally singing with everyone and especially when leading singing, I'm always uplifted uh, hearing all the voices brought together. Um, but if we look at Psalm 27, we are to sing these songs of, of praise that, that remind us about God and remind us what he is to us and how he is really what, what gets us through each and every day. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? Oh, I skipped one. I'm sorry. We're going to come back to this because of the order of the thing. So before encouragement, requests. All right. So this is something that, that, that we do very often in, in prayer. And so, if we look back to the Psalms, Psalms were very much prayers to God. Uh, we've seen praise. We've seen thanksgiving. But we also see where requests were made. So if we look at Psalm 86, we'll see a, a couple of things in Psalm 86. Starting in verse 1, Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am afflicted and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am a godly man. O you, my God, save your servant who trusts in you. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I cry all day long. Make glad the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, and give heed to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I shall call upon you, for you will answer me. There is no one like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and they shall glorify your name, for you are great and do wondrous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I will give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will glorify your name forever. For your loving kindness toward me is great, and you have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. And again, we can see so many things. We see, we see praise, we see thanksgiving, but we also see these requests that were made. And again, with all of these uh, things that we're talking about, there are so many examples, and I, for brevity, tried to, to limit just to one or two each. But we see where, where he asks that God hears him. And then we see in verse 11 uh, where he asked where he asked him, sorry, he asked God to, to teach him God's way. So we're going to sing number 688, number 688, Teach Me Thy Way. <clears throat> Teach me thy way, O Lord, teach me thy
we're going back to encouragement. Uh, so like, like I said, we're to, to encourage one another. And if we look at Psalm 27, we'll, we'll read from there for just a moment and then sing a song. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? When evildoers came upon me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart will not fear. The war arise against me. In spite of this, I shall be confident. One thing I have asked from the Lord, that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. Um, so we, we see David just really, really giving some uplifting words here. Uh, and we're going to sing number 389. Number 389, Are You Weighed Down? <clears throat> section I've, I've kind of entitled looking forward uh, we all know that our ultimate goal of being here being on this earth is to get to heaven to 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 live um, as closely to God as we can so that we can be with him when we're done on this earth if we look at Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertion of the power that he is, uh, sorry, that he has even uh, to subject all things to himself. So we're, we're looking forward to being in heaven where our true citizenship lies. 
And if we look at Revelation chapter 21, we get just a glimpse of, of what, um, what was shown here, starting in verse 1. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them, and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no longer any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. And skipping down to verse 22, I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of the sun or of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God has illumined it, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. So we get to see what we're looking forward to. And there are so many great songs that point to this, that uh, people that are much more eloquent than I am, as you can tell from this evening, um, have, have written that really uh, shows us this. So let's sing number 735, number 735, beautiful.
And I know that's definitely not an exhaustive list of all the different things that we, that we sing about, but I, I, I felt like that, those were pretty good highlights. So now the question is, well, why do we sing? So, so we know what we're singing, but, but why sing? We have the Psalms, we have the scriptures. Reading is an excellent thing to do. We do that every, every service. Why add on singing? Well, I came up with a couple of reasons. The first one is, well, we're told to, right? So again, going back to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 19, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making a melody with your heart to the Lord. So we are told to sing to our God and to speak to one another in the, with these psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And, and again, Colossians 3.16 uh, very similar. We also have quite, we have a few examples. We, we have the Old Testament where we've spent most of our time this evening. We see the Psalms. We see uh, where the, the Israelites sang to God in, in Exodus chapter 15. We also see in Acts chapter 16 and verse 25. Acts 16, 25. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And then we look at Mark chapter 14 and verse 26. Uh, here we have the institution of the Lord's Supper. And just looking at verse 26, after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. So here we, we have Christ singing a hymn with his disciples. Um, so if we need more examples, I'd, I would be surprised. Um, another reason that, that really came to me, well, it didn't just come to me. It's, I, I think most of us would understand this, and I know Brother Wood would be able to explain this a lot better than I would. But music evokes emotion in us in a way that, that speaking and reading sometimes doesn't. Now, don't get me wrong. Reading a poem, reading the Psalms, uh, if, if you are truly invested, uh, they will definitely bring out that emotion. But something about music, and there have been studies done, you can really dig into psychology and even the inner workings of the brain and where different tones uh, hit different parts of your brain. It, it's, it's a little deep, um, but you can look at those and, and really see that the music helps to elicit the emotions that the writer of those words are looking for. Uh, I know personally, and, and one of the reasons that I, I sang, that, I, that we sang, Oh Father, Let Us See His Death, that is probably, if not my favorite, one of my favorite songs uh, to sing before the Lord's Supper. You may have noticed I sing it relatively often. Um, but it has that minor quality that really brings out sorrow and very much helps me to think back to the cross and think back to the pain that Christ went through. And that's exactly the point. That's exactly what that song is trying to do. 
That is exactly what we're trying to do when, when leading these songs. And we, we sing other songs, the, the songs of praise that are very upbeat, fast tempo, and have more of a major quality, and they elicit uh, emotions of joy. Um, and, and there's something to be said for that. And obviously, I'm, I'm only human. I, I cannot get into the mind of God. But I have to think that he knew that, and that is precisely why he wants us to sing, is so that we become more invested into the things that, that we are saying in our songs. Uh, and, and, I, and I hope that we can, we can take that and really think of it because we, we do tend to sing, sim, sing songs repetitively. We sing them often. And it, it can happen just like anything that we do all the time. We can get kind of numb to it, right? We can just kind of go through the motions. Don't let that happen. Think about the songs. Think about the words that we are singing. And, and think about the melodies. Try to participate um, so that not only you can benefit yourself, but you can benefit all of the people around you. Because the, the way that, that our songs are written they're, they're harmonies. It's not just one tune throughout. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that right. It's, it's not just the melody going through. It, it's a whole harmony, and that's, you, you, that's how you get all of the emotions um, present. So, so try to think about that um, as we sing. So that, that's, that's my lesson, just to, to kind of wrap things up. As we've said, singing is a large part of our worship. We use it to praise our God. We pray to him through our, our songs. But it's also meant for one another, right? We're to help each other remember our God and what he has done for us and to encourage one another to, to make it through the week so that, that we can live godly. One thing that I, that I did not mention um, during the, the part about encouragement is a, another type of song that, that we tend to sing, uh, that we're, we're about to sing here in a moment, is, is our invitation song. We sing a song at the end of the, of the, of the, of the worship to, to help those that are maybe struggling to, to know that you know, God wants you those that maybe haven't come to Christ, haven't come to, to know him, to know that, again, he wants you. Um, I feel like there's more I could say, but I'm, I'm struggling to come up with words. So if there is anyone that uh, needs the prayers of the congregation or, or is ready to become one with Christ, uh, pre please come to the front as we stand and sing.